Section zero of Lourdes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lourdes by Emile Zola, translated by Ernest Visitelli. Section zero. Preface. Before perusing this work, the first volume of the Trilogy of the Three Cities, it is as well that the reader should understand Monsieur Zola's aim in writing it and his views as distinct from those of his characters upon lourdes its grotto and its cures when the book first appeared m zola was interviewed upon the subject by his friend and biographer mr robert h sherard and some extracts from the interesting article which mr sherard then contributed to the westminster gazette are here appended the editor of that journal and mr sherard having kindly granted the translator permission to reproduce them lourdes said m zola came to be written by mere accident in eighteen ninety one i happened to be travelling for my pleasure with my wife in the basque country and by the pyrenees and being in the neighbourhood of lourdes included it in my tour i spent fifteen days there and was greatly struck by what i saw and it then occurred to me that there was material here for just the sort of novel that i like to write a novel in which great masses of men can be shown in motion un grand mouvement de foule a novel the subject of which stirred up my philosophical ideas it was too late then to study the question for i had visited lourdes late in september and so had missed seeing the best pilgrimage which takes place in august under the direction of the père de la misericorde of the rue de l'assomption in paris the national pilgrimage as it is called these fathers are very active enterprising men and have made a great success of this annual national pilgrimage under their direction eighty thousand pilgrims are transported to lourdes including over a thousand sick persons so in the following year i went in august and saw a national pilgrimage and followed it during the three days which it lasts in addition to the two days given to travelling after its departure i stayed on ten or twelve days working up the subject in every detail my book is the story of such a national pilgrimage and is accordingly the story of five days it is divided into five parts each of which parts is limited to one day there are from ninety to one hundred characters in the story sick persons pilgrims priests nuns hospitallers nurses and peasants and the book shows lourdes under every aspect there are the piscinas the processions the grotto the churches at night the people in the streets it is in one word lourdes in its entirety in this canvas is worked out a very delicate central intrigue as in dr pascal and around this are many little stories or subsidiary plots there is the story of the sick person who gets well of the sick person who is not cured and so on the philosophical idea which pervades the whole book is the idea of human suffering the exhibition of the desperate and despairing sufferers who abandoned by science and by man address themselves to a higher power in the hope of relief as where parents have a dearly loved daughter dying of consumption who has been given up and for whom nothing remains but death a sudden hope however breaks in upon them supposing that after all there should be a power greater than that of man higher than that of science they will haste to try this last chance of safety it is the instinctive hankering after the lie which creates human credulity i will admit that i came across some instances of real cure many cases of nervous disorders have undoubtedly been cured and there have also been other cures which may perhaps be attributed to errors of diagnosis on the part of doctors who attended the patients so cured often a patient is described by his doctor as suffering from consumption 
he goes to lourdes and is cured however the probability is that the doctor made a mistake in my own case i was at one time suffering from a violent pain in my chest which presented all the symptoms of angina pectoris a mortal malady it was nothing of the sort indigestion doubtless and as such curable remember that most of the sick persons who go to lourdes come from the country and that the country doctors are not usually men of either great skill or great experience but all doctors mistake symptoms put three doctors together to discuss a case and in nine cases out of ten they will disagree in their diagnosis look at the quantities of tumours swellings and sores which cannot be properly classified these cures are based on the ignorance of the medical profession the sick pretend believe that they suffer from such and such a desperate malady whereas it is from some other malady that they are suffering and so the legend forms itself and of course there must be cures out of so large a number of cases nature often cures without medical aid certainly many of the workings of nature are wonderful but they are not supernatural the lord miracles can neither be proved nor denied the miracle is based on human ignorance and so the doctor who lives at lourdes and who is commissioned to register the cures and to tabulate the miracles has a very careless time of it a person comes and gets cured he has but to get three doctors together to examine the case they will disagree as to what was the disease from which the patient suffered and the only explanation left which will be acceptable to the public with its hankering after the lie is that a miracle has been vouchsafed i interviewed a number of people at lourdes and could not find one who would declare that he had witnessed a miracle all the cases which i describe in my book are real cases in which i have only changed the names of the persons concerned in none of these instances was i able to discover any real proof for or against the miraculous nature of the cure thus in the case of clementine trouvé who figures in my story as sophie the patient who after suffering for a long time from a horrid open sore on her foot was suddenly cured according to current report by bathing her foot in the piscina where the bandages fell off and her foot was entirely restored to a healthy condition i investigated that case thoroughly i was told that there were three or four ladies living in lourdes who could guarantee the facts as stated by little clementine i looked up those ladies the first said no she could not vouch for anything she had seen nothing i had better consult somebody else the next answered in the same way and nowhere was i able to find any corroboration of the girl's story yet the little girl did not look like a liar and i believe that she was fully convinced of the miraculous nature of her cure it is the facts themselves which lie lourdes the grotto the cures the miracles are indeed the creation of that need of the lie that necessity for credulity which is a characteristic of human nature at first when little bernadette came with her strange story of what she had witnessed everybody was against her the prefect of the department the bishop the clergy objected to her story but lourdes grew up in spite of all opposition just as the christian religion did because suffering humanity in its despair must cling to something must have some hope and on the other hand because humanity thirsts after illusions in a word it is the story of the foundation of all religions to the above account of lourdes as given by monsieur zola i should add that before commencing the work he had already planned the trilogy of which it was to form the first section rome and paris were not afterthoughts as some have imagined but from the outset formed integral portions of monsieur zola's conception those who wish to understand that conception rightly should therefore read all three works in their proper sequence at the same time each volume is in some measure complete in itself just as were the various sections of m zola's rougon macquart series 
although place names have been chosen as titles for the three sections of the trilogy these sections deal essentially with the three cardinal virtues faith hope and charity each of which the author discusses in turn in lourdes while freely admitting the soul hunger which consumes so large a part of humanity he argues that faith in revealed religion is virtually dead destroyed by free examination and the teachings of science in rome he argues that no hope can be placed in christianity as typified by the roman catholic church whose one great object is earthly domination and by no means the raising of humanity to a higher plane finally in paris he points out that charity is powerless to relieve the sufferings of mankind that all the arms dispensed since the days of christ are as a mere drop of water beside the ocean of human wretchedness and that the masses after eighteen hundred years of trial now demand the abolition of the system of doles and the inauguration of that of justice for one and all and in conclusion with faith dead hope denied and charity powerless he points to the eventual collapse of christianity the decay of all the superstitions and delusions of the past and the advent of a new religion in which science will play no inconsiderable part such briefly is the purport of these books lourdes rome and paris which i believe will eventually take prominent rank among the great literary and philosophical efforts of the age as for lourdes the very great success and controversy which attended its original publication will be fresh in the minds of all who follow what is called the literary movement no book written by m zola has circulated more widely none has been more vehemently discussed it has never been answered by its adversaries for one cannot confer the rank of an answer on the farrago of nonsense which monseigneur ricard a prelate of the papal household and vicar-general of aix penned under the title of la vraie bernadette de lourdes shortly after m zola's work had appeared it has been stated that monseigneur ricard was especially chosen by pope leo the thirteenth for the purpose of annihilating m zola by a prodigious counterblast but how little he was fit for such a task may be seen by any one on turning the pages of la vraie bernadette the catholic church in france as elsewhere numbers many divines of distinguished literary attainments among its members and i am surprised that none of them should have entered the lists against m zola but possibly ecclesiastical discipline prevented them from doing so at all events apart from the painful exhibition which monseigneur ricard made of himself there has hitherto been no genuine effort to answer lourdes that the fathers of the holy grotto were deeply incensed by the work is well known a few months after it had been first published i went to lourdes which i had not visited since eighteen seventy five the year when the great national pilgrimages were inaugurated i found of course many changes even as is recorded in the following pages however whilst i strolled through the town i inquired of various booksellers whether they had m zola's work on sale and invariably received a negative answer and at last i was informed that the reverend fathers of the grotto had brought all the pressure of their great influence to bear on the lourdes booksellers with the result that not one of the latter dared to sell the work to sell it meant a boycott or possibly notice to quit or persecution at the hands of the thousands of bigots who form the vast majority of the lourdes population and thus after a long search i was only able to discover m zola's work at the railway bookstall the property of messieurs achette of paris who rightly insisted upon freedom of action as another example of the hatred manifested against m zola at lourdes i may mention that about the time of my visit a well-known french artist was sent to the town to make sketches for an illustrated edition of the book which was then being planned 
no sooner however was this artist's purpose ascertained than he was reviled driven from his hotel set upon and incessantly persecuted such are some of the penalties which one has to pay when one desires to further the cause of truth one other recollection attaches to this visit of mine to lourdes among the pilgrims who had just been healed at the holy grotto was a scotch lady who had travelled to the shrine under much the same circumstances as marie de gersin monsieur zola's heroine and curiously enough she had been cured in almost precisely the same manner as marie the reader of this volume will therefore bear in mind that the story told by monsieur zola is no mere romance but a story reared on a substantial scientific basis and as near to actual fact as could be devised monsieur zola is always so careful so precise in all his statements that the latter can hardly need any corroboration from me yet i may say that on returning to lourdes i found his descriptions marvellously accurate i have only one criticism to offer it is that he has understated rather than exaggerated the truth especially with regard to the vice which flaunts itself by night in the streets of lourdes one who was with me was amazed by it but personally i was not surprised for long acquaintance with the southern lands of europe has taught me that superstition and vice ever go hand in hand several editions of this translation of lourdes have already been issued and i have now carefully revised it freely availing myself of the suggestions both of the newspaper reviewers and of the legion of correspondents who for some years have written to me to praise or blame my work i cannot say that this is now a perfect translation but i believe that i have considerably improved it and at all events it is as perfect as i myself can make it e a v merton surrey july eighteen ninety eight end of section zero